A recent Fidelity investment survey showed 71% of Americans are concerned about the impact of inflation and a volatile market could have on reaching their retirement goals. Today, we'll outline five retirement-related risks to avoid in 2021. And now, the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willard. Welcome in, everybody. This is the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, Brooklyn president and CEO of Texas Financial Advisory in San Antonio. TexasFinancialAdvisory.com is the website. Now, Brooklyn, of course, is a, a registered investment advisor, a fiduciary, an independent, been helping folks for a good long time. Hi, Brooklyn. How are you? Hey, doing great, Steve. How are you? Very, very well. I, I, I like how we're kind of digging into this. It's, it's a really... You know, I mean, obviously, we're all talking about inflation. We're worried. We, um, you know, you're hearing from folks, I'm guessing. And, you know, one of the things that, uh, well, I'm just going to jump into uh, uh, Powell, Jerome Powell's statement from uh, last week. Everybody was waiting for what they were going to do in Jackson, Wyoming. Well, this is one of the things that uh, came that, from the takeaway, and I'll, I'll look for your reaction. Restoring price stability will take some time and requires using our tools forcefully to bring demand and supply into better balance. Reducing inflation is likely to require a sustained period of below-trend growth. Moreover, there will very likely be some softening of labor market conditions. While higher interest rates, slower growth, and softer labor market conditions will bring down inflation, they will also bring some pain to households and businesses. These are the unfortunate costs of reducing inflation. Wow. What do you think, Brooklyn? Well, we, we all know that something's got to give. Um, unfortunately, for our savers and our, our you know, baby boomers that are retiring, um, you, you're going to be taking in the shorts. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, you know, for our people that are, are considering retirement, you, it's, it's scary. They're thinking, well, maybe I need to work a little bit longer. I just, um, you know, Several meetings I had this week with people that are on the fence about retiring, thinking, well, I might retire. I thought I'd retire when I was 68. And, you know, I'm looking at things and, uh, you know, it feels like every time, you know, every week the the market tries to recover and then it just digs deeper hole. And so um, it's 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 not encouraging. Right. You're, you're two steps forward and 12 steps back. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I think one of the things that we can sort of dig into a little bit is, you know, we talk about longevity risk. We certainly talked about that in the past. Is it something that we really need to be concerned about? Yeah, again, longevity risk, meaning that we don't know how long we will live. We do know we all have to go sometime. <laughs> um, but it's it's about the quality of life that we have. And then as we age, um, just the the cost of caring for ourselves and um man i just so many stories as i as i talk about this i think about the meetings with clients and you know, and clients are liquidating accounts to help care for their parents and that's just so hard to see because here they've worked their whole life to save what they have and raise their family and they're in that sandwich generation and now they're turning around and 
and saying, well, I'll just work another year and, and liquidating some of their retirement accounts to pay for their parents because their parents need help around that, you know, either long-term care or home health care or nursing home. And, um, I mean, talk about inflation. We've been talking about inflation with health care costs and, and long-term care costs, but it it is outrageous, the costs um, for that care. And so if you're not making plans for that in your in your overall cash flow planning and retirement, you've got a big hole missing. And, and it, I know it seems strange because you're like, well, you know, I'm healthy and I'm, I don't feel like I, I don't want to go into a nursing home. I want to stay at home and well, that's fine, but there still has to have money there to pay for someone to do things. If you were in a state that you couldn't care for the home, like you could when you're in better health. So, um, but yeah, so we've, we've got to have a plan in place, not just for your retirement income plan, but how are we going to pay for those added um, health care costs and as you, as you age and, and live longer? Well, one of the ways that we can sort of tackle all of this is make sure that our budget is pretty much, you know, really buttoned up. And I know people don't like that, but it really right now becomes more important than ever to maintain that. Yeah, and I feel like people do have a pretty good handle um, on, on how they're spending money. Um, and I'm not trying to generalize. I, I feel like when my single women sometimes don't have so much of an idea of what they're spending money on month to month. Sometimes there seems to be emergencies that pop up <laughs> quite often. And so we just want to kind of keep things under control. And, but I mean, I, this is the pot call, calling the kettle black. I mean, I, I just have gone through this whole exercise of going, coming through all my accounts and canceling subscriptions and those subscriptions, man, they, they'll get you, you know, those, like when my kid will sign up for like a game on the, you know, their little iPad yeah, and then play it once and now I'm getting billed there's this one game Steve this is my little soapbox it this is crazy it was like a color by number game okay and it was like billing me seven dollars and 99 cents a week a week a week whoa yes. no wonder those guys are rich <laughs> I, know. I was like what's what am I doing I should make a color by number app yeah no kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh man and and so do you uh, then uh, do you intercede there and say okay we're going to end that? Well, I I mean, the cool thing is is there's a lot of technology out there. That's what I've used to kind of hone in on where this you know why am I paying seven ninety nine a week? Like what's going on? Like have to tr retrace and you know owning a business, I've got employees that will sign up for different software and you know um, so an example I use Adobe right as yeah. a software. Yep. Well. So I'm getting a bill for Adobe, like $84 a month. And I started thinking about it. I was like, that seems really high. Like, what is the $84 for? And I'm like trying to track it down. And like, all I can really figure out is like $19.99 of it. And I don't know what the rest is for. Well, the rest was for some previous employee of mine that had signed up for something else that I didn't even have the login for, you know? <laughs> so wow. those kind of stuff, you know, again... There's, there is technology, but it's slowing down and figuring it out and paying, you know, taking the moment to 
figure, you know, pay attention. But, um, you know, again, the, the tools are only as good as the person using them. And I mean, I'm guilty of not using them, but if you use them, you can save a lot of money in the budget and, you know, put that money back in your pocket. Sure. And one of the things that we talk about, too, is uh, we talk about uh, asset and risk allocation. I mean, sure. asset allocation, we talk about that all the time. Yeah. And again, I, I think the old school uh, way of thinking is is the stock bond offset, right? And as you get closer to retirement, you want to have more in bonds, less in stocks. And that, that system is just that model is broken. It just doesn't work anymore, especially for cash flow planning. And that's what I hear week after week when people come in here they're like listen i need cash flow right and people they used to say cash is king cash is king well more so cash flow is king that check that comes in month after month is is you know the the key to being able to walk away with confidence from from your job and be able to you know travel and not worry about what's going on in the world because, hey, my monthly income's covered and I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried I'm going to run out of money. So, um, but there, there are a lot of tools available. And, you know, unfortunately, the 401k world where a lot of us get our, our investment education, right, working through the options through our employer-sponsored plans, those are more accumulation tools. And so you just don't know what you don't know. And so, you know, again, you just don't even have access to the the more income cash flow tools in those 401k plans because they're built for accumulation. So until you come in and sit down with one of the advisors here, you don't even understand what other options are out there. What else could you do differently versus parking your money in the bank or if you're really, say, a doomsday or putting it under your mattress – versus throwing it all into the market and just hoping for the best, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it all comes down to having a plan in place, which we call your TFA, Financial Freedom Roadmap. And so we do offer that for our radio listeners. We've set aside time on our calendar for our radio listeners to come in, and there's no cost for that initial consultation to walk through you know, what you've saved so far, what how you have it allocated, how much risk you're taking, um, if you keep doing what you're doing, where will you be in the next five to 10 years? How much will that kick off for cash flow? Um, if something happens to your spouse, here's what would happen to the surviving spouse or your, your, your kids or grandkids, the legacy you'd leave behind. That leads us also into tax planning. How much money have you stuffed into retirement accounts that you haven't paid tax on? And then it goes into estate planning because you can't take it with you. So we want to make sure when you do pass, it goes more to your loved ones than to Uncle Sam, your least favorite uncle. We want to make sure that your um, kids, grandkids, charities, churches, that they get the, the bulk of the inheritance. So it's one big circle and it's always changing, but um, that's that's what we do here at Texas Financial Advisory. And so by raising your hand, again, it just kind of starts the process and we can help get you on the right direction. So if you'd like that opportunity, reach out to us today, 844-832-7469, or you can just visit the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com, and you can schedule um, a time to meet through there, texasfinancialadvisory.com. Can you have too much money in retirement? 
probably not, but some retirees are finding that they do have some excess cash, even after all their bills are paid and they're debt free. When we come back, we've got some ways to share the wealth before you die. On the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, Brooklyn uh, President, CEO of Texas Financial Advisory, and uh, right there in San Antonio. Um, you are an independent, you are a fiduciary, and uh, so much more. And boy, is that true? So if you can have too much money in retirement, well, it's a good problem to have, I guess. And, you know, I think for a lot of folks who maybe are good savers, they've been good savers their whole lives. And, you know, they want to make sure that everything is ready to go and that they're uh, taken care of. But they want to do what? Right. Just give it away. <laughs> well, <laughs> well that caught me off guard. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like it. Yeah. I like it. But that one, when they, well, I tell you what, I tried this when I was putting this all together. Um, when I said, give it away, everybody in unison Started said, singing give it, it away, give it away. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. You almost can't help it. True. <laughs> anyway, but that's one of the things that we can do, right? Well, I mean, we just give I it mean, away. Our, I'm, I'm up for adoption, Steve. Yeah, me I too. Mean, <laughs> and I mean, they can adopt my husband, my kids. I mean, <laughs> We, we will be sponsored yeah. <laughs> by multiple families. I like it. <laughs> um, well, you know, again, what a blessing to be able to have enough to be able to give away. Um, and, and that's, that's fun. Um, it's, it's really a neat experience to sit down with clients that have, have, you know, the abundance, right. And, and that is something that we see, um, quite often that, that people have saved a lot. They, they have more than enough for them to spend and live upon. They'll never outspend it. Right. And so it's pretty cool. Some projects that we've seen that people have been able to either help their community, help their church, help their schools, um, and, you know, help take the burden off of their grandkids school, um, you know, what have you, but, you know, there are ways, of course, that you can leverage your, um, your portfolio without losing control of it. Um, and, you know, one tool that we have have some clients that have used before is it's called a donor advised fund. And, you know, basically this is a way that you can kind of keep control of your money, but yet get the charitable deduction for, your donation. And then, um, you know, basically upon your demise, the charity gets the money, right? But you got the charitable deduction while you were alive and still got to hold on to the money, but a lot of different estate planning tools. And that's another big part of what we do here at Texas Financial Advisory is let's say we look at where you are right now. And if you do nothing different and Let's say you live to be 100 and you pass away and you leave behind an estate of $12 million. Well, that seems amazing. Yeah. Right? Sure. But what if we could enhance that and multiply it with some of these financial tools? And instead of leaving $12 million, you could double or triple that without having to save anymore just by leveraging some of the financial tools out there that you didn't even know existed. 
Well, I like the sound of that, Brooklyn. Then that's yeah. things that, that's something that you can help us do. Yeah, and so so that's really a fun part of the estate planning side of our our um, our firm. Again, income is probably the majority of reasons why people come in here because they're trying to put together an income plan and it's frustrating to them. They can't do it on their own and there's not the tools available to them through the do-it-yourself investment, you know, online tools. So, you know, if we, if we kind of dissected our client base, the majority come in for income planning, but then we still have, then the, the, the remainder of them, you know, are, also coming here for the tax planning, but then the estate planning side of things that they've saved a lot. And now we want to make sure, you know, how can we enhance this? Is it possible to take what we've got and multiply it like the fish and loaves story in the Bible and give even more to, you know, not just your family, but to you know, other things that you feel passionate about. Sure. Well, one of the things, too, and, and I thought this was an interesting idea, and I hadn't thought of this before, but gifting a Roth IRA to the grandkids. Right. So if you've got any grandkids out there that may be doing, um, like, the lemonade stands or babysitting, um, doing something to make some money, Mowing right? lawns. Mowing lawns. Um and you, as the grandparent, could gift them money to put into a Roth IRA account up to $6,000, um, depending on how much they earn, obviously. So, you know, if they earn $6,000 doing their side job, you could put as much as $6,000 into a Roth IRA for them, and that can grow tax-free. So... Um, you know, that's a really cool tool to do because now that Roth IRA grows tax-free. It doesn't have all the age restrictions associated with like the retirement accounts typically do. They could use that for, um, you know, college. They could use it for a down payment on a house, a wedding, um, you know, sky's the limit. Sure. Well, and again, with that whole Roth thing, I mean, if 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 the grandchild is, let's say that they're 13 years old and, and you're kind of getting them set up, boy, by the time they retire, mm-hmm. holy cow, and if they keep putting a, just a few bucks in there, that's going to be something. Yeah. So again, it's a good tool. It helps teaching, you know, helps to teach them about the market. Um, if you own a business and, and, you, and you hire your kid, um, again, I've, I've got a business. I've got my kids, you know, they help pick up around the office, the messes that they make, sure. <laughs> <laughs> clean the white paper with whiteboards. No. Um, but you know, that allows me to put them on payroll. Sure. So then they can have a Roth. I like it. Um, this one is a big one too, is, is the 529. Are you a fan? Mm-hmm. I mean, Okay, I, I I'm never one to be super black or white, right? Okay, because I'm not a like a Dave Ramsey kind of person. That's like this is bad, this is good. Um, but there's some pitfalls with 529s. If you if that's the only way that you want to save for for that purpose, meaning college for someone, then by all means do it. I mean, I'm not going to be the person to tell you not to. But there's just a lot of restrictions with the 529s, meaning that um, each state regulates how the 529s operate. 
the investment tools within the 529, meaning like what mutual funds or, you know, whatever's available for it to actually grow, you're, you're kind of limited. Um, obviously, you're putting money into it. You don't get a tax break putting money into it, right? It's mm -hmm. not like a retirement account where you didn't pay taxes and you put it in there and you got a tax break. But it grows tax-free. The only, the only way the recipient can get it tax-free upon distribution is if they, you know, follow the rules of the 529 distribution plan, meaning that the, in essence, it's going for the college higher level purpose. And what I've found is that maybe not everybody's built for college, right? And maybe they need to do, you know, I mean, I'm kind of excited that we've got a push for apprenticeships and, and people going and becoming electricians and plumbers and culinary school. And because you know, those are actual trades that, yeah. that we can't automate. No. And, and so you, you don't need to go to college. You don't need to waste a lot of money on going to college. You need to go straight into the work face, workforce and go through the apprenticeship process and you know, if that's the case, now you have a 529 that can't be used for, I mean, you can use it. You just have to pay the tax on it, sure. right? Yeah, so, exactly. So that's, it's it's a pro and a con, right? Sure. All right. I understand. Um, so this is the one that, that, that seems to be being bandied about a little bit more now and talking about I-bonds. Sure. So tell, tell me what they are and, and why is that a good thing right now? Yeah, and if you go to our website, texasfinancialadvisory.com, on the blog section, I actually wrote a blog about how you can buy the I-bonds because we had a lot of people reach out, and you can't get an I-bond through an advisor. And um, in essence, these are government-backed bonds, so no risk um, to it. Uh, you're just limited how much you can invest into those I-bonds. Um, the, the exciting news about them is the rate is, you know, close to 9%, a little over 9%. Um, and so, but you can't put a bunch of money into it. You know, you're limited to about nine, $10,000 that you can put into that, um, I bond. It can't be retirement money. It has to be after tax money, but you know, it's a, it's a good pocket of money that if you want to do that. If you were getting get a, a tax refund, you could always direct it into an I bond. Um, but if you want to learn how to do those, again, you can just go to the website texasfinancialadvisory.com and go under the blog section, and I've got a blog there about I bonds. About I bonds, yeah. I mean, I like that. that I mean, the interest rate they're paying now is, is pretty good. That's great. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Let's see. We've got, uh, well, well, we're up against the clock here, uh, Brooklyn. We need to uh, take a quick break. Well, before we do that again, we had quite a few other things here on the list. But um, what I did do before our, our recording today is I put together a white paper that, um, you know, again, it's, it is kind of generic in nature, but it's it's a nice checklist of, of five ways to stay confident um, as you approach retirement or as you're in retirement. So if you'd like that uh, white paper, again, this is just geared for retirement income planning. Um, you can text for that white paper. Uh, text the word income, I-N-C-O-M-E, to us here at the show. And that number is 210-987-9911. 
Again, the white paper is um, about income, so just text the word income, I-N-C-O-M-E, to our show here, 210-987-9911. We spend years building up the balance in our 401k, but what happens to it after we retire? When we come back, we'll go over some choices of what you can do with that 401k. on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler-Willie. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Uh, having a great conversation, as always. And there are, you know, talk about the 401k. And, and again, for a lot of us, you know, we're sitting there and, and we're, we're just saving because that's what we do. And, you know, and then before you know it, you're 50 years old, you're thinking about retirement. It's like, well, okay, what, what am I going to do with this thing? What do, what do we do? How, how do we manage that? You must deal with that every day. Well, again, I, th- I think that the listeners to our show, sometimes we have longtime listeners, and so um, they, they're they listening and they kind of are dabbling themselves and, you know, self-managing uh, their accounts until they're ready to come in and get a professional advice. Um, I see a lot of busy people out there that have had, a, you know, multiple jobs and they've left behind accounts and they kind of don't even know what all they have. Um, and maybe it's like a life event that brings them in here, something uh, scary that might happen or, you know, they lose a loved one or a divorce or something like that. And that kind of shakes them up a little bit and says, geez, you know, like I'm not going to live forever and I got to figure this out. And if I lose my job, you know, have I saved enough? Um, And what about that old 401k I left behind at, you know, XYZ company. So, um, but yeah, so these, these retirement plans that you've had in different accounts in and around the, you know, where you've worked your whole life, um, you know, those are employer sponsored plans and they're there as a quote unquote benefit for you. Although you took a haircut from your pay to put it into these accounts. The really the only benefit there is if you got a match or some sort of contribution from your employer. So um, not too often are they super beneficial as far as what investments they offer within the, the account. And a lot of times they're not really geared for income planning. They're more for accumulation. So they're going to have something like a small cap, large cap, international, um, so on and so forth. Um, and so with those options, you're going to have the volatility of the market. And so, um, you know, again, being able to move those all together, consolidating, creating a self-directed IRA, being able to not just be in the market, be, but, but also be in hybrid options, things that have um, security of principle, that'll get you to a point that you can have confidence in your income stream in retirement. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's that's key, isn't it? Confidence in your income stream, and, and they're confident that that thing's going to continue to grow. But that's why we save all our lives. Sure. And again, I think we save for twofold. We save for that purpose first, but then we also save um, a lot of times to not pay taxes. People think, oh, I'll just I'll pay taxes. Uh, my taxes will be lower when I get in retirement. Well, I've found that people spend 
the same amount of money in retirement as they did while they were working. So if you were getting paid $250,000 while you were working, that wasn't tax-free to you. So you paid tax on $250,000. So for you to go into retirement, and if all your money is in a retirement account, you're going to have to take out $250,000 and pay tax on $250,000. So, so if we can also, in conjunction with not just planning for an income plan, but help you create a tax plan um, so that you can have some tax-free money because you don't necessarily have those options or those plans um, in your, your employer-sponsored plans, that's another benefit of putting money back in your pocket. Sure. So let's let's talk about the uh, the age 55 rule. Is that something that we can, I mean, is that something that people do, I guess? Well, again, that's more for people that if you, you know, retire or lose your job um, earlier on before the magical 59 and a half rule. So really we're talking about the penalties associated with your retirement accounts. So if you withdraw from your retirement accounts under the age of 59 and a half without a qualifying exemption, um, then not only do you pay the tax, but you pay an additional 10% penalty. So sometimes we'll have, I mean, we've sometimes we've had clients that have been blessed and been able to retire before they were 59 and a half. So that meant in order from a strategy, we had to still keep some money over in the 401k for the distribution so that we didn't have that additional 10% tax penalty. But it's just, again, it's a strategy. I wouldn't necessarily recommend doing it for an investment. It's just more for a a strategy strategy, to avoid the taxes. All right. Then, you know, there is the thought, well, I'll just leave it where it is. Yeah. And again, that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. I mean, that's, that's a little lazy. I mean, I get it. It's, it's, paperwork it's annoying nobody really likes to do paperwork no well i mean again it, yeah like you said it's a little bit lazy but you know if i leave the company i really have no vested interest in that and the sure. company has no vested interest in me so why am nope. i going to leave it there because you don't want to do the paperwork yeah <laughs> that's true so <laughs> we do the paperwork for our clients yes well that's good yeah so let's talk about um, RMDs, required minimum distributions. Um, that is a big part of a 401k, certainly, but also an IRA. Yeah, it, again, different roles for different plans. Um, so some of our clients may be over the age of 72. They're still young at heart and still working. Well, their 401k, depending on the 401k plan, you may not have to take an RMD out of that. So that's beneficial. So then we wouldn't want to take the, the 59 and a half um, in-service distribution. Um, but the point being, there's always a date with the devil, yep. right? You, you didn't pay the tax now, so you're going to pay it later or you're going to pay it upon your death. So um, I, I'm able to show you the dollars, how much it's going to cost you. You just, I mean, the difference is you at least know. I mean, prior to coming in here, most people don't really know, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and the requirement distributions, again, one of the frustrating things I hear from people about that is, 
you know, the value of the the requirement of distribution, it's based upon the account values on December 31st of the year prior. So when it comes time to take it out, so 2022 has been a great example. So come to the end of 2021, the market was higher than it is where we are today. So had you not taken your RMD for this year yet, and you go to take it now, then you're locking in losses in your managed account. So that's less money to recover, so on and so forth. So, um, it you know, if you don't do it, you get penalized. The IRS still makes you take it, and then they penalize you an additional 50% in taxes. All right. That, yeesh. Um, again, it's 844-832-7469 if you want to get a head start, folks. And um, so if you want to keep on building, obviously we can't put it into a 401k. We've got to put it other places. And again, that's strategy. And that's yeah. where you can really come in and, and give us the boost we need. And and again, you are allowed to save outside of your retirement accounts at work. And for a lot of people, that's like really hard for them to wrap their brain around. <laughs> um, but it, it's really awesome to see people making traction, especially when they kind of hit that stride in their career where they're making the most that they've ever made. And, you know, they've got that kind of five, seven, 10 year run where, you know, they're just really just making a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And that's where we got to take advantage and stuff as much money as we can, not in necessary retirement accounts, but tax efficient accounts. And so we've got a lot of different ways to structure that to be able to, you know, create a lot of efficiency there that you are going to have, you know, great income and leave behind a great legacy. Well, to me, the, the, the takeaway in all of this, Brooklyn, is that it, it just becomes so clear we need to work with an independent fiduciary advisor like you and the Texas Financial Advisory Firm. I mean, that to me just spells it all out there. And, you know, what's interesting is, I mean, I try not to spend a ton of time on social media. And if you'd like to, you can go to our, our Facebook. We've got Facebook, Texas Financial Advisory. But I have a friend that works for, um, who's a financial advisor who works for, you know, a big wirehouse type firm, retail side. Mm -hmm. And she like posted one of their commercials that they did, you know, like a feel good commercial where they sure. got the you know, grandparents like hugging the kids or the grandkids and, and this commercial was all about the product. Like literally they use the word product. Like Ooh. we, we here at X, I'm not going to say the company cause I don't want to get hit with the lawsuit. We here at <laughs> XYZ company have built our product around our clients and this product that we offer product product. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, we here at Texas Financial Advisory, we build a plan around our clients. And from there, we go and look and find what products will work because there is not one product. There are multiple that will take to make the right move. I mean, that really opened my eyes to it. I was, you know, again, I forget sometimes. I've been doing this so long, but I I don't want to take for take advantage of the fact that being independent and working directly for clients is a huge advantage because oh gosh, yes. we're able to go find what's the right fit for you, not because this is the product of the month, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. Well, let's uh, let's invite folks to call, Brooklyn. Let's uh, get them in and, and have that conversation. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, what you're referring to, Steve, is we really we try and carve out time on our calendar. You know, we balance this between their existing clients that we have, you know, commitments to. We want to make sure we're servicing our accounts here. But we do carve out time for um, for new prospective families to come in, see if we can help them. They're just really looking for a second opinion. Um, You know, we may not be the right fit for you, but it's not going to cost you anything to see if there's something there that we can help you, you know, either get you to and through retirement. So if you'd like that opportunity, give us a call here today at 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. Or you can visit the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com and actually schedule your appointment from there, texasfinancialadvisory.com. From Roth contributions to Roth conversions. Questions from listeners when we come right back. And we're back on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, and uh, of course, Brooklyn President and CEO of Texas Financial Advisory in San Antonio. A fiduciary, independent advisor, all the things that we want in an advisor. And uh, I mean, you're a fiduciary firm, right? I mean, you guys across the board. Yeah, I mean, our advisors here are duly registered. So not just um, securities or insurance as well, um, but they're, everyone here is a certified financial fiduciary as well, which is another credential. They had yes. to take a test and all that good stuff. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, but again, but that's a, I mean, that's a pretty high standard. And I think sometimes people don't realize how important that is. Well, the duty is to the client, not to the company. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So let's jump into a couple of questions here. I don't want to run out of time. So uh, yeah, let's talk about Roths. Uh, Brian is in New Braunfels and uh, he says, do I have to take RMDs from a tax-free Roth 401k? That's a good question. Okay, Brian, so this can be kind of tricky. Um, so the required minimum distribution is based on your entire 401k balance, including a Roth 401k. So the amount you have to withdraw is based upon the balance. Um, so it's different than the rules associated with Roth IRAs. So, you know, what that leads me to believe, I don't know your age, Brian, but as soon as you can, again, we talk about those employer-sponsored plans don't serve you. So there's really no benefit of keeping it into a Roth 401k. It was great for while you were stuffing money into it because, gosh, that's the quickest way you can get tax-free money accumulated up um, is a Roth 401k. But to you, it, you need to switch it to a Roth IRA as, sure. as soon as possible. So, but I mean, even though the money has to come out of that Roth 401k, it's still not taxed, right? It's not. Yeah. Okay. But it's just the, the it just balance. Silly. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's kind of dumb. All right. All right. I've got one more um, Roth question for you. Jessica's in Seguin. Uh, wondering, uh, I've done Roth IRA conversions every year for the past several years. I'm going to retire in two years. Uh, with $30,000 in my traditional Roth IRA, should I continue the conversion process? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, you need more information there, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what your income is, Jessica. I mean, good for you that you've done conversions. That's that's very higher level. Um, but, you know, 
again, I don't know what you make. I don't know what you're going to spend. Um, I don't know how old you are. We got to talk about Medicare planning because all this kind of also goes towards Medicare. So really when you start talking about more of this higher level stuff and, um, you know, you, you really need to have the assistance of an advisor on your side. Um, because you know, you're not just answering for your investments. You're also looking at tax planning and tax strategy, which a lot of CPAs, not for lack of the knowledge is just lack of time. Um, they're not able to do that and they don't know the investments. And so they're, you know, they're kind of in a rock and hard spot when it comes, if you ask them, Hey, should I do a conversion? Well, they can tell you what the tax, you know, what's the tax consequences, but they don't really know the investments. Maybe you can tax wise, but it's not smart with the investment that you have, you know? Sure. All right, Jessica, if you want to know some more, it's 844-832-7469. And uh, all right, I like Betsy. She's my kind of gal. Uh, She's in Laredo. She says, I recently retired at 67. My whole life, I've wanted to take a trip around the world. I spent $90,000 on a cruise to see all seven continents in nine months. However, I'm a little concerned given the potential economic crisis we're in. Should I cancel my dream vacation? No. No. All right. You didn't Next even hesitate. question. <laughs> you didn't even hesitate. Um, but yeah, because that, I mean, people do that though in retirement. They they live on cruise ships, right? <laughs> it, I mean, it has happened. And yeah. I've I've told this story before. I have a client that negotiated a rate with um, Hilton that no matter where what town they lived or went to, they could stay in a Hilton. I've had another one do it with Holiday Inn. So they just had to have like a reservation five days in advance, and basically you know, paid the same amount no matter what town they were in. Um, but they just felt it was more economical than huh. having a house somewhere. I like so. that. But going back to Betsy, yeah. let's talk about a cruise ship because this is important. When you get on a cruise ship, you're on a cruise ship. You don't really – yes, there's internet, but it is not the same. And when you make those port stops – Nobody wants to be running off a cruise ship to find an internet cafe to check your balances on your accounts or, you know, see what, how the latest coronavirus slash Ukrainian war slash presidential, you know, loan waiver slash, you know, whatever. Yeah. How it's affecting your retirement and whether or not you have enough money next month to stay on your cruise ship. (laughs) Um. So that's where you need to have kind of a team around you so that while you're on your cruise ship, Betsy, you're living your life and you're enjoying it and being living guilt free um, that you can be on that cruise ship and get back and continue life as as if you were never gone. All right. So, I mean, have you uh, worked with anybody that's gone on an extended cruise? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, really? Okay. We also had... uh, we got a client because of an extended cruise because they came in here before as prospective clients. And they, the reason I gave that example about running off the ship to check your balances, they didn't sign on to become clients with us before they left for the cruise ship and they go on their cruise. And when they got back, they had filed for divorce. Oh no. (laughs) Because the wife was fed up with how the husband was about this whole managing the money and she wanted her half so she could live her life and 
Wow. Then she became a client. All right. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I, wah, wah. I like the story. Um, all right. We got time for another one here. Let's go to Mitchell uh, in San Antonio. Mitchell says, I've been dealing with an advisor for years, uh, for years. Lately, I believe he has me at too much risk right now. I'm 61. I'm at least six years from retirement. Do I need to look at someone else uh, who will not have me at so much risk? Well, again, Risk is a nice little four-letter word that we, you know, again, everyone's risk is different. Um, uh, I'm more concerned about your income, Mitchell, right? And so if if you feel uncomfortable where you are, we need to understand what's the purpose of how your money's invested and how that's going to pay off for you. And so um, there's got to be a payoff. There's got to be value for the investment, uh, all right, we got time for one more quick one here. Let's go to Leah in San Antonio. Uh, Leah says, I'm a stay-at-home mom. How should I start investing in order to generate income without having to work outside the home? Someone suggested an indexed annuity. Is that something you think I should consider? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, because she's probably pretty young, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, this is just an odd question. To put money in an index annuity, you have to have like a lump sum to yeah. put into it. So I, I think we are like that ship's crossing in the night, Leah, like we got to have a whole nother conversation, which leads me to, <laughs> if you're a stay at home mom, that's great. Somebody's got, I mean, your spouse is working to be able to make enough revenue for you guys to stay home, but there's ways that you guys can make things even easier on you. I, I actually have a, a, a had some client, had, husband wife client Beth both passed away within a month of each other and so their their entire estates passed to their only son whose wife is a stay-at-home uh, wife with three kids and um so it's a really cool story I know we're at the end of our show but he's actually getting an opportunity to like kind of have a a second chance at career he's got a good career but he doesn't really like what he does right he's basically has a paycheck. I mean, he's, right. he's got a good paycheck, but he, his dream was always to be a pilot. And so now he's going to start all over and go to pilot school and he's got his whole career path. You know, he's going to take a huge, huge cut in income to do this. And he's got this whole spreadsheet that's got a, you know, um, break even point of when he would get to his income level as a pilot than where he was if he had stayed at his company. I mean, he's done all this and he can do it. It's, I mean, so his parents left him this nest egg and he's going to be a good steward of it. But his wife is also taking care of three kids. And it's one of those things like he's going to be a pilot. She needs to be able to have the flexibility to not work to be able to take care of three kids. Sure. And so if something happens to her, he, he like he doesn't have a backup plan. Like he can't quit doing flight school. He can't not be a pilot. So that means he'd have to then dip more into the savings left behind by his parents to pay a nanny, right? Because there was no life insurance on stay at home mom. So there is planning that still even if you're not working, Leah there still needs to be some holistic planning to your family that can, you know, needs to be put into place. And that's something we could help you guys see. 
So All give right. us a call here, 844-832-7469, 844-TFA-SHOW. And last thing before we close out, I wanted to remind everyone, we do have the white paper for income planning, specifically retirement income planning. If you'd like to get that white paper, you can simply text us here at the show, 210-987-9911. Text the word income to that number, 210-987-9911. That sounds great, Brooklyn. And uh, you're right, we are out of time. Want to appreciate, uh, we appreciate everybody listening, and we certainly will be back again next week with new topics and questions right here on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Investment advisory services offered to Queen Bee Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Brooklyn Chandler Willie provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Queen Bee Advisors LLC. By contacting Queen Bee Advisors LLC, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.